So, this morning, we are going to start in the book of Jonah. I am excited about this, but my first question to you is, how familiar are you with the book of Jonah? And if you're in the Browns household community group, don't answer. I know you guys went through this, but it's worth it for all of us to go through it. There is much, much for us to learn. But we might think that we're familiar with this story. Usually when I bring it up to folks, I get a quick response. Oh yeah, I know about that story. And, and I would ask you, well, have you heard the story? Jonah. Have you maybe watched the story of Jonah? But more important, have you read in God's Word from the Scriptures, actually read the story of Jonah, read the book? And more than just read it, have you uh, studied it? Have you made observations about it and reflected on it and looked to apply it in your lives? Because I believe that we probably have much to unlearn about Jonah that the Bible actually doesn't say. And we have even more to learn and apply from what God's Word does say and what God's Word does communicate through this amazing story. It's fascinating. And Jonah is a story, okay? It's a narrative. And it is unique because it's not the words of God to us through the prophet Jonah, but it's the word of God to us about the prophet Jonah. All the other prophets, it's God speaking through that prophet and they share their words. This is actually a story about the prophet Jonah, not his words, but about his life, his experience. And it's short. That doesn't mean that I'm going to be short or that we won't be in Jonah for a long time. Okay? I won't tell you how long it's going to be because I don't know. But this is it in my giant print version. Four pages. Four pages. Four chapters. And it's a story. So what that means is that it's an amazing opportunity for all of us to read the story of Jonah from the scriptures and reread and reread and study and apply this to your life and for us to apply it to our lives together. It's accessible for all of us. It's readable for all of us as we continue together and move forward. But I want us to start with somewhat of a shared starting point, that we would kind of start from the same place. Because I know we come from different backgrounds, we come from different experiences, uh, we might have not heard this story, we might have heard this story with a particular perspective, but I want us to start from the same place. And so I want to share a resource with you, and we're going to take the time to actually watch this and listen to this. I think it's the best resource that gives a great background about the book of Jonah as a whole. 
It helps us to understand how it's structured and so that we can read it and we can study it as it was intended, as the original author meant for the original audience so that we can understand what God is saying through it. And so we're going to take the time to listen to this video from the Bible Project. And it's going to give us that overview. And I definitely wanted to do this. This is what I want to do. I want everybody to hear this. I want everybody to start from the same place. And I want us to be able to go back to this video. And as we read through Jonah and reread through Jonah, you can go back to this video and it helps you get this framework again about what's going on and how everything connects together. But I will admit that as I looked at it, it's about nine minutes long. And I was like, that's cool. But then I was like, but then that's another nine minutes if we do it in Spanish. Should we spend that much time in English and in Spanish? All of us listening to it in our heart language so that we all hear it in the language that makes the most sense to us so that we all start in the same place? Can we, should we sacrifice that much time and serve each other in that way so that we can all hear it and all start from the same place in Spanish and in English? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So we're going to listen to it in Spanish first, and then we're going to listen to it in English. Okay. Now, what I want you to do is because it's only four pages, and it's four short pages, I want you to read. So you choose. Am I going to listen and watch in English or Spanish? And for those of you that are bilingual, decide. And then when it's in the other language, I actually want you to read the story of Jonah. All four chapters. You've got nine to ten minutes to do it. I promise you can do it. Just read through it. Not in detail, not digging down into it, but just read through it like you are reading a story. Does everybody understand the instructions? You're going to watch in one language. Once in the other language, you're going to read the book of Jonah. Does anyone need a Bible? All right, there are extras in the back. We'll grab it for you. So I hope that was helpful, and I hope it will continue to be helpful for us as we uh, continue to work through uh, this story and study it together. Uh, I'll make those uh, links available on the website, and then if you want that specifically, you can text me as well um, to have that resource. But the purpose of scriptures is to make known to us God's character and His purposes. That's why we have His Word is so that God would be known, we can know about Him, and we can know about what He is doing and what He has done and what He is going to do. So we know Him and His purposes. And the story of Jonah will absolutely reveal to us who's, who God is and what He is doing. But it will also reveal to us ourselves the reality of who we are, the reality of our hearts, the reality of what we 
tend to do, what our tendencies are, and how even as the people of God, we can walk in those tendencies. This narrative actually holds Jonah and his weaknesses up for a critique. It's going to critique Jonah. It's going to ridicule Jonah as we read through this story. And as was shared uh, by Phil at the men's retreat, in the scriptures there are heroes and there are fools. As we read through the scriptures, there are heroes and there are fools. And Jonah, let me be very clear, be very clear, Jonah is a fool. He's a fool. He's not a hero. And it's hard for me to see some folks, you know, are sort of a hero and a fool, depending on the situation. As I read through this book, he pretty much consistently is a fool. And the more that we learn about Jonah, the less you're going to like him. All right? You might have a, a decent picture of Jonah now, but as we walk through this, and go through this story, you're going to like Jonah less and less. But the more you learn about Jonah, the more you are going to learn about yourself. God's word portrays him, portrays Jonah, as self focused. God's word portrays him as self-righteous. It portrays him as hypocritical. It portrays him as judgmental. It portrays him as hateful. It portrays him as individualistic. It portrays him as racist. It portrays him as a xenophobic, as someone who is fearful of others, of strangers. It portrays him as merciless. It portrays him as faithless. And at the same time, Jonah was a prophet of God. We just have to get that in our heads. This is the way that it portrays him, and at the same time, he's a prophet of God. But as we see his tendencies and his weaknesses, and they become more and more exposed, we're going to see those same tendencies and those same weaknesses exposed in ourselves. All those descriptions I just gave of Jonah, all of those things, to, in some way, in some extent, to some how are within us. We have to see ourselves in Jonah. That's the point of the book. That's the point, as the video gave, that's, that's the point, is that we would see ourselves in Jonah. And Jonah is a fool. And Jonah is going to be ridiculed. And you're going to see that. And you're going to be on Jonah and dislike Jonah and, and, and sort of laughing at Jonah. But then we need to have the humility to see ourselves in Jonah. And if we do that, if we can see ourselves as followers of Jesus, God will deal with the reality of those tendencies in us. God will deal with that. God will change us. He will change our perspective. He will change our lives for His glory and for our good. 
And so that's the hope as we go through this. It might be painful. But it will be productive. God will work through His Word. And so I want to start just with verse 1 through 3, the beginning of verse 3. I'll read in English and then media in Spanish. It says, The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai, Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. So these first few verses quickly establish uh, the basic plot of Jonah and what is happening. And I want to take just a few minutes to provide some background information uh, that would have been known to the original audience. Hopefully not things that were duplicated in the video, but things that we need to understand and see so that we can be convinced up front even at the start of the story of our similarities with Jonah. So we're going to look at two things. We're going to look at our similarities, seeing ourselves in Jonah's situation, and then seeing ourselves in Jonah's response. If you look at verse 1 and verse 2, it gives some information. Jonah was a member of God's people. Jonah was an Israelite. Jonah was of the chosen people of God that God was going to use for His purposes. He was a member under God in this old covenant. Right? He was God's people. One of God's people. If we are following Christ, we are members of God's family. We're God's people. We're His church. We're not under the old covenant. We're under the new covenant. But you can see that we're in a similar place, chosen by God, brought to Him, a member of His family. Now God wants to use us for His purposes. Jonah was of the people of God. We are of the people of God. We're his sons and daughters. Jonah was religious. He was a prophet. Okay, and Amongst his culture and amongst his people, he was religious. Without question, he was known as a religious man. Everyone here, if you're sitting here today, Amongst our culture, you are religious. You're known as religious. If you attend or participate regularly, semi-regularly, on a Sunday gathering or in a household community where we get together and we read the Word of God, we, we preach the Word of God, we pray, we share testimonies, and we worship together, you are a part of the religious minority in this country, in this place, in our culture. Jonah was religious. We are religious. There's similarity. And you might think, but Jonah 
was a prophet and he received this word from God which he then spoke to the people. I mean, that's pretty special. That's pretty amazing that Jonah would hear from God and have a word from God. And that through that word, God gives Jonah direction for his life, like specific instructions and direction for how he should live his life. We have received communication from God. We all have it available. We all can access it. God has communicated to us. He has spoken to us. This is His very word to us. And it gives us direction for our lives. God spoke to Jonah, gave him direction for his life. God has spoken to us and given us direction for our lives. Again, we're similar. And there are exceptions in the scriptures, but generally from a biblical perspective, the primary way, the primary way that God accomplishes His purposes and His plan for the world is through people. God, since, since the creation, has chosen to accomplish what He's doing generally through people. The Israelites were identified, were God's chosen people for His purposes. We as a church are His people for His purposes. God wants to use us to bring His plan about. God wanted to use Jonah to bring His plan about. And Jonah was called to make God known by ministering to and being in relationship with the Ninevites. And we'll go into more detail as we get there. But the Ninevites were his enemy. His greatest enemy. And that's who God had called Jonah to go to. They were foreigners. They were those people. They were of a different race. They were of a different faith. And God spoke to Jonah and told him, go to these people and minister to them and proclaim me. Have a relationship with them. If you're familiar with this story, Jesus tells us, if you're going to be my disciple, if you're going to follow me, then therefore go, right? Go and make disciples. Go make disciples of your enemies. Make disciples of those, that, those others that are not like you. Make disciples of those from other places. Make disciples of other ethnicities, other races. Make disciples of those of other faiths. Do you guys see the similarities? We're in a similar situation. Uh, we're not very different than Jonah. You might read this and think it's about this weird, awful guy thousands of years ago, but this is about us. And about us right now. And about who we are and about our relationship with God, the word that He's given to us and what He has told us to do, the direction for our lives. There's similarities in our situation. And we've been called to make God known just as Jonah was. And so we should see ourselves in a similar situation. Similar in so many different ways. 
tenemos tanto en común con él. But a fool is not a fool because of their situation. A fool is a fool because of how they respond in their situation. So our situation is like Jonah's situation. And Jonah responds foolishly. And I want us to consider how we respond similarly in a similar way to Jonah. If you look at verse 3, the beginning of that, it says, But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. This is generally what Jonah did. It's telling us Jonah fled from the Lord. The rest of the book, the rest of the four chapters is going to be in detail how he fled from, how he ran from God. Okay? But this in general is telling us up front, Jonah heard this word and he ran from God. And we'll see that in detail as we go forward. But he ran in the opposite direction. He ran to Tarshish. As far away and in the opposite direction as to what God was leading him to do. And very practically, Jonah was concluding that he, that his life, that his wisdom was greater than God's. He did not trust God's word for his life. And so he responded with disobedience. Jonah was faithless. Jonah says, I hear your word, right? I hear your word, God, but I don't really feel it, and I don't see how that's going to be good for me, and I don't actually trust it. I know it's your word. I know it's you speaking to me, but I don't like it. I don't feel it. I don't understand it. So I'm going to go my own way with my own plan in my own direction even though you have spoken to me I have heard from you and you've told me the direction of my life but I know better and I don't trust you that's the reality of what Jonah is doing here it's the opposite of faith right faith is regardless of the situation regardless of how I feel regardless of my understanding God if you have said that then I am going to trust you and do it I'm going to walk in it that's what faith is believing the word of God regardless of how you feel regardless of your situation regardless of your understanding I believe you God and so I will respond accordingly Jonah was faithless his life was more valuable to him and was a greater priority than the life God had for him. And what I think is most condemning as I have read through this, as I have struggled with this, the most condemning thing that's similar is that Jonah proclaimed a relationship with God. And he lived a religious life. But underneath it all, while he was proclaiming God and while he was living a religious life, he was faithless. Aunque todo eso era cierto, abajo de todo eso no tenía fe. 
We can proclaim Jesus. We can be religious and go to church. We can read our Bibles. We can gather together. We can not do all the things we're not supposed to do and still be living faithless lives, our own lives in our own direction with our own plans. Even though we're proclaiming God and we're being religious, we can still be faithless. I can be proclaiming God, I can be religious, and I can still be faithless. You can be proclaiming God, being religious, doing all the right things, and you may be being faithless. It's a warning to us. And we proclaim, God loves me. God has a wonderful plan for my life. But day in and day out, as we walk through life, all of us in some way have, all of us in some way are, or all of us in some way will live out the reality that God loves me, but I have a wonderful plan for my life and the direction it's going to go. It's my life. I have a wonderful plan for my life, and hopefully God will help me accomplish it. We need to see ourselves in Jonah. This is a reality for us. This is a struggle for us. This has been a struggle for me. I have wrestled with this. This has torn me up as I've begun to study this and understand this and consider this and bring it before God. And God has shown me things that I am ashamed of. The plans that I have, the purposes that I want to accomplish. Even with good things. I have a plan for fostering. I have a plan for the children that have been given to us for this time. I know what's best for them and I know what's best for my family and that's what I want to happen. And I have purposes that need to be accomplished through that and God has told me, it's not your plan, it's not your purposes, are you going to trust me and continue even when you don't understand what I'm doing? when it doesn't feel good to you when it's not right to you will I give up my plan will I give up my purposes for God's plan for his purposes As followers of Jesus, is our life more valuable to us? Is our life a greater priority than the life God has for us? Ask yourself that. Is my life more valuable to me than the life God has for me? How do they compare? Are you even aware of the tension there between those two different lives? We have to be honest with ourselves. We have to be honest with each other about our plans, about our direction, about our lives. We need to be transparent with that. We need to be real with ourselves. What in your life is according to your plans? What in your life is according to your purposes?
que en tu vida está de acuerdo a tus propósitos. Jesus said if you want to find your life, dice, lose si it. If you want to be my disciple, you must pick up your cross, you must die to yourself, die to your plan, die to your direction, and follow me. Okay? What we see in Jonah is the same thing that Jesus told us if we want to be his disciples. Lose your life, give up your life, your direction, your purposes, and follow me. And I will give you abundant life. If you believe me, if you trust me, if you have faith and respond to my word. As we live for him and his purposes. And we put our own lives to death. We have to see ourselves in the story of Jonah. We're not going to go through this book to gather information about Jonah. We're going to go through this book to understand God and to see ourselves through the story about Jonah. And that God might change us, that God might transform us, that God might, as it said in the video, overturn our hearts and our lives in a way that would give Him honor, in a way that would bring Him glory and that would be for our good. That's the point. That's the purpose. That's why we're doing this. And we have to see ourselves with humility in this story. So I would encourage you to read it. And to reread it. Read it this week. And ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to help you see yourself in Jonah. Ask God to help you see the specific ways and the tendencies that you are like Him and the things that not you want to address, but that God wants to address in your life. The thing that God wants to invade and, 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 and adjust in your life and adjust in your purposes. Are they your purposes or are they His? Is it your life or is it His? Ask God to show you that and He will show you. I promise. God is faithful. God wants us to know. God wants us to respond. God wants our hearts to be transformed. I'm excited about this book. I'm excited about going through this. It is painful if you will allow it to be. But then God will use it for His glory and for our good. It will be productive in our lives. Let me pray. Father God, I I thank you so much for your word. Your word is amazing that it is incredible that it it would speak to us in so many different ways in so many different forms God I pray that we as a body as a family as your people who are religious as your people who you have called for your purposes who you have spoke to but as your people that we would humble ourselves hear your word and respond with faith 
Holy Spirit, I pray that you would convict us and that you would enlighten us and that you would show us all the ways that we are like Jonah. The reality is, is we are foolish. Help us to see the reality of that and change that, transform that in our hearts, God. We ask. Help us to come before your word with humility. And God, change us. Use us. We give our lives to you. We give our purposes to you. In Jesus' name. Amen.